Come to Mundo! Welcome to the Mute All Chat Podcast. I am your host, Flapjack Bill, alongside Colonel Kraken and Proxy Jack. We're here to talk mad shit about League, help the low elo plebs like our former selves climb, and generally entertain you. This is a safe space for feeders and scrubs. Now, mute all, and let's invade red. Boys, we're back. We had some technological issues, uh, meaning me, I had technological issues for like three weeks and then it all came tumbling down and I couldn't make an episode happen last week. So I'm sorry to the seven listeners we have about that. Um, (laughs) But we're back. The podcast isn't dead. We're not dead. We're all here. We're still alive. We're still playing league. Um, We've been grinding away. Uh, Let's talk ranked real quick because we've got a lot of stuff to get to today. Um, I will start because mine's easy. Uh, I've climbed up to the highest LP i've had which was i hit hit like 90 lp in gold four and then i lost like three games straight and i'm back down to 57 or 54 so we're still we're still chilling in there but we're we're maintaining so I'm, i'm happy about that i haven't flopped my way back into silver yet um Proxy, how are you doing? Uh, I'm literally right under you, actually. I am now bottom of this podcast. I am at 47 LP gold four for whatever reason. Oh my God. Um, I just, I, I can't get quality teammates. Um, I Actually, let me really quickly pull up my thing, because I think 11 out of my last 15 games, I've had one lane that goes over 1 in 15. Jesus um it's been it's been brutal i i just i can't do anything about it um because it's it's not my lane they generally are dying pre two minutes and then from there it just doesn't stop so the perfect snowball uh not even yeah i mean it's it's everything uh it feels like i'm just playing against people that shouldn't be in gold right now so that makes sense kraken i know you've been busy with school and whatnot but how's uh how's your rank i'm bad at the game right now but um (laughs) i won the last i'm on i i went the last i went like two and one i feel like i've been winning in the last like 10 games or something and I only need 46 more LP hit promos that I'm probably going to wrap it up for the year in gold in platform. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling I'm have, I'm, I'm starting to build the habit of playing farther up in the lane and that's, that's cool. Uh, so yeah, honestly, I'm just trying to build that habit, get my LP back and then just crack gold, uh, crack plat again, then probably just wrap it up, but we'll see. Um, 
Assassins are fun. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, dude, that just seems like the life, man. That's like the dream, you know. You climb, you're climbing in support, helping all the people. You know, you don't do any damage, and then like once you get there, you just you reward yourself by just running around getting mindless kills in like bronze and <laughs> <laughs> becoming the thing you swore to destroy. Yep. You bought Zonia's for, dude. Yeah, I mean, yep. that's, that's the dream. But maybe, maybe this weekend. Uh, well, yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. For sure. Well, so we're all sitting in gold. That's that's good because I, I, when we started this whole deal back in January, <clears throat> I know we each wanted to hit gold, and I think Proxy hit gold first, and then Kraken, you hit gold like a couple weeks later. And it took me the longest, but it also is the fastest I've ever hit gold in the season. I did it in like three months. Well, this is the second time, so you kind of you had like true. a little bit of leeway there. It's true. It did take me every single day of last season to hit gold. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Last season he got gold on like the last day. Of course, oh, like he played the same amount of games or something though. He and I duoed. <laughs> Yeah. We do that last night because I was playing the OP misfortune that kind of fell into this. Uh, I actually do it with both of you. I played I played my games into promos with you, uh, Proxy, and then I played like my last two games with Kraken for funsies, and uh, we made it in. Yeah, but I, that, that was that was last season. That's old news. I mean, it probably helped that your wife threatened you last season. She did. She did. She said, she, well, it started as not a threat. It started as a reward for hitting gold. And then when it was getting too close for comfort, then it became a threat. It's <laughs> like, you, you better get there. You better hit gold or else. And that's she's small, but she's scary. So, but that's old news. The game was totally different then. It's totally different now. We're in a new meta. And I want to know from each of us in our unique League of Legends experiences, what right now is the penultimate carry lane or position rather? Because it could be jungle or something. Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin's pretty strong right now. That she is. Um, I pretty much, I've only been able to play one game out of the last like 15 as Caitlyn, uh, since she got that buff. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just, uh, it doesn't stop you getting banned, or you have to ban it if you're first pick. Makes sense. Well, could you not take Ash into it? You can, but it's still heavily in um, Caitlyn's favor, I found. Like, that was the one game that I did win. So I've been seeing in my games specific to Caitlyn. If I'm playing norms or whatever, I'll probably queue for bot lane just to get out of my lane and play something different, change mm-hmm. it up. And I like Caitlyn. I, lo- I love playing that champion. She's super fun. But a lot of the times what ends up happening is I will go in banning Ash with the intention to play Caitlyn and the other team will ban Caitlyn. So now the top two ADCs are out of the game. 
so now it's a hogwash of mediocre ADCs. And actually, uh, I think just in terms of tiers of power underneath that, it's uh, Senna, Ezreal, and then Lucian. And Kraken and I played a game yesterday that was like a fucking nightmare. We played against uh, oh, it was the, the AP Lucian with the yeah. support item. Yeah. And the Senate, the farming Senna ADC. We oh. went Ziggs and, we and Zareth, and like we kept That's true. We kept missing stuff just because like we didn't care as much. <laughs> we we're also true. just kind of like, ah, P Lucian, all right, yeah, whatever. We'll just not try this game. Yeah, fine, like, yeah. But that was AP Lucian, a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Might, be, yeah, might be the best like poke support. Uh, you can possibly play. <laughs> so I hear you're pulling on an AP Lucian now. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, might, might consider it. I'll have to go back and look at his bill, but like, geez, Louise. Also, he did have Senna. So maybe there yeah. was something in the synergy there that like helped. But eh, it's probably pretty dependable. I mean, Lucian can be a solo laner. So it's not like, it's not like he really. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, sh you should be able to do it. It's funny, too, because this was the game. We surrendered this game, right? But we surrendered this game when we were ahead by 3,000 gold. The only lane that was hard losing was mid lane, and that's because he was playing Yone, and he sucked ass. Uh, our jungler was obliterating the map. He had 14 kills in... 25 minutes he was just going crazy we were breaking even actually in our lane and we were up in cs the problem the problem was the game got so out of hand in terms of their team their raw team fight power that we could no longer contest for objectives like dragons and if i tried to approach a tower because i was trying to i'm trying to figure out zigs as a potential uh like way to do a quick like quick win streak climb in mid so mm -hmm. i i played zigs uh to get the cooldowns combos down uh i couldn't approach a tower ever because senna and lucian never left lane unless we killed them by luck because they were super fast and senna would just heal the lucian and herself back up from our poke so yeah. it, it, it was damn near impossible for me to get onto a tower but we were at one point in the game at like just after 20 minutes we were ahead by 6 we were ahead by 6000 gold and i'm not going to lie to you the entire time for me it felt like we were losing this game yeah uh it's uh, there was like a i can't remember what it is it's like this beats this that beats that and the healing is going to beat out any poke you have um yep. i think it's like uh so sustain beats out poke Poke beats out tanks, and then tanks beat out uh, sustain, or something. I can't remember. It was like the support triangle or something. Yeah, I remember. Uh, Wise was talking about it. Yeah. yeah, that guy's that guy's real smart. About what? Smart. Uh, about the, the triangle. Support triangle. Support. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The farmlum farmlum thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, except that Zyra beats everything. Uh, yeah, Zyra does. Yeah, she's nah. pretty strong right now, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, 
What else were we going to talk about? Um, I want to talk about draft efficiencies. When we're when you're getting into the game and teams are banning and picking champions, what are like what's some of the dumbest shit that we're seeing get banned? What's some of the dumbest shit we're seeing get through bans and get I picked? Here's the thing ab- <laughs> Here's the thing about like drafting like uh I, it's it's not it's not that it's like I have a UE jungle. Oh my god, I can't climb. It's it's just it's not that people ban the uh, people pick that bad that often. That is that's not really the problem. It's just that mm. they pick like the worst variant of something better. It's like why pick varies when you can pick Caitlyn. They kind of do. They're like they're like long range pokers. Mm-hmm. One is so much better than the other. Why pick Twitch when you can pick, or why pick like Cogma when you can pick like Jinx or something, or why pick Twitch at all, or why pick <laughs> actually Twitch? Actually, I don't, I I looked, or it's just things that it's like there's a champ that does this better that you could pick. And yeah, it's not, nice meta. It, it's not that your pick is off meta or troll or illogical or anything like that. It's just it's just it's not the best mm-hmm. pick. When even when the best pick was available. And also, like, if you're not drafting a blatant 60-40 counter to your champ or an OP, it's a wasted it's a wasted ban. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't. I think for for bans, bans should be all all numbers, all logistics. There 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 can't be any. I don't feel like seeing this person. I think this person is good. I've seen Cled in my last two games. I'm gonna ban Cled. It's oh like, yeah, like, yeah. Cled's not picked that much. He's not gonna get picked a third time in See, a row. Like I, I do run into the issue where, for whatever reason, there's like a flavor of the day kind of thing. Like if it's Lee Sin, I see Lee Sin like three or four out of the five games I play. <coughs> Lee Sin's very popular. Yeah, I would yeah. still rather ban Caitlyn or Blitzcrank if I'm playing Janna or something over. Leeson, I think you're. I think unless there's something that is so flagrantly OP and has like a 70 win rate, I think picking and banning in your lane is probably the most efficient way to use the ban. I also wait to ban last, sort of. I don't know. Maybe I'm paranoid that two people will ban the exact same champ, which never happens. It's just like, it's like, all right, I'm going to see if these people ban the most OP champ in the game. And if no one does it, I'll do it because they're dumb. And, but if they do ban that insanely OP champ, then I will ban my counter or something. Yeah. 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 It's like waiting to the end to ban, especially if someone doesn't use their ban, then it's like, okay, no goofing around. I have to ban whatever is the top dog champion in like the whole game at the moment. Yeah. Or at least who's in like the breakfast club of OP champs at the time. 
Right. And that right now would be Caitlin for sure. Yeah. Or, yeah. So, so I think the thing is with the drafts, you can't really, there, you haven't played the played with the players yet. I don't even care what their OPG, what their OPGG says or, okay. Unless it's something super blatant, just super, just like, all right, the guy's been running it down for 40 games. Let's put something like that with the ban phase, because you haven't actually watched anyone play yet. You need to, you need to just go with the numbers. Honestly, who has the highest win rate at, relative to pick rate? Who is, who's winning? Like you have to, you kind of just have to go off research. Because maybe the OP the OP pick will fall through, and there's a what's some busted character at the moment? Caitlyn. Uh, besides Caitlyn. <laughs> besides Caitlyn. Oh, let me let me see let me see who's popping right now. Uh, has been pretty busted. If you get him going, I actually do think Godma's back. I just kind of just. Because Godma used to not be that broken, that's kind of why I used Godma's and uh, Kogma versus like Jinx as like an example. But yeah, oh, um, uh, right now Yergo is yeah, Ergo. That's Ergo. right. Yep. Like Ergo should probably be banned every single time, but if Ergo goes into your games, that's when everything else takes over. But during the draft, you kind of just have to. I don't know. I I've never I never I never ban anyone on like feel, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like oh, I don't feel like facing Talon even though I play top. I'm a ban Talon. It's like it doesn't affect you in any way. Like it doesn't even if he even if he does win lane, he still has to come over to your lane. Like well, that's that's the problem with like that example yeah. though is like Talon is designed specifically well, to leave his lane, so well, he is going to affect well, you. Then, then, then some some other some other champion. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I get where you're going. It's yeah, like, yeah. is it going to what what are what's yeah, in your lane? What you what can what like if you're gonna ban something outside of lane, then like maybe yeah, it should have those. It should have like you should keep those principles involved. Whereas like if it's Shen. Yeah, it's totally valid to ban Shen, especially if you're like maybe a like a bot laner or a jungler where Shen can just come straight to you. Um, because Shen will prefer to go bot than mid lane. But, um, but yeah. Would you like to know what the most picked champions are right now? Like the top ten. Yone. He's in there. Skarner. Not in there. Uh, I, I'll give you I'll give you the top ten Italy. <laughs> the top ten picked champions in the game right now. Uh one, two, three, four, five, six of them are eighty carries. Holy crap. Is on League of Graphs? <clears throat> yes. In gold and up. All regions, normal and ranked. Uh, we've got Caitlyn, Ezreal, Ash, Yon, Jin, Lucian, Lux, Yasuo, Thresh, and Senna. 
of those, the only significantly high ban rates are Yasuo, Yon, and Kalen, who Yon is pulling a 56% ban rate right now, which is massive. Caitlin's pulling exactly 50%. He has a, he has a 20, they have 76 pick bands, dude. <laughs> 76 pick bands. Dude, and Caitlyn, Caitlyn is, is, is the highest played champ of the game, and she has almost a 52 win rate. Yep. That's so disgusting. <laughs> well, I, I, what I think is even more disgusting is before this buff to her, you didn't see her. She mm -hmm. wasn't the hotness. It was all Ezreal. Well, I, I remember someone in LEC was like, yeah, she's been a sleeper champ. And even with the buff, I don't think that's what really did it. It just gave... it. You know, she was always there, just no one was playing her, and then everyone started paying mind to her once she got that slight buff. Hmm. That makes sense. But yeah, the, these champs are big, big pains in the ass. Mm-hmm. Really? How do you even counterplay, like, Caitlyn, dude, unless you have a hook, like... Hook, or you have some way to get on her... <laughs> without anybody else stopping you. I'll tell you one way from a solo queue game I had. Uh, you run... Uh, AP what? Lucian? No, well, maybe, because it's a similar vein. Uh, Vigar Yumi. And you just beat the shit out of him. I mean, you yeah. It's don't not even like, farm, just hit him. Because even when you put up the, the cage, it's not like she's going to... Re she's gonna like, like net backwards. Like where she's gonna go? Yeah, she'll get hit by the cage. Yeah, G genius, <laughs> genius. I, dude, I had a oh my god, the the game I'm referring to. I had a freaking Caitlyn. I had a proper bot lane. I had Caitlyn on my team. I had a proper support, and the Caitlyn goes freaking. Well, I didn't have a proper support. I had Brand. Oh, this was the Brand game where he ran it down like a fucking maniac. Oh, I forgot about this game. Yeah, so... I have Caitlyn Brand bot lane. That should never, ever lose, ever. Mm -hmm. To anything. The other team's running Vigar Yumi. And uh, my bot lane... Every time, every time someone steps on a trap or Brand gets a stun, you get like the... You, you get, get the like biggest the... combo ever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I feel like Morgana is a better play than Brand on that one. Probably. Because be at least, yeah. like, Brand, you have to hit two things. So as soon as you get either your E or W on someone, it's like, oh, they're going to look for the stun. I have to outplay it. And then it, it alerts everyone. But if you get that Q on Morgana, whether you're in a bush and they don't know, it's just brutal. Mm -hmm. Regardless, this supposed kill lane on my team combined for 0, 18, and 6. Whew. They uh, eventually, after the brand died four times, like our top laner was like, hey, you want to fucking stop running it down? He just went straight to top lane and just into his face off. And then he fought, I, I told him to stop being a child. And then he followed me around and just shot skill shots at me. 
while I was trying to win my mid lane. Huh. It was, uh, I reported him and immediately got feedback that he was trolling. <laughs> it was super satisfying. Shoot, that's right. Oh, they were adding all the, they've been adding the stuff. Holy, the wait, what? Nothing, I'm just like losing my mind, so. That's all good. Um, let's see. How long have we been going? We got time. Let's talk about playoffs. I'm let's talk about Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine is coming back. Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, we have had a hell of a two, three weeks in the professional. Probably held, probably held a girl's hand after that game, dude. After that game. He probably got a hug from a girl. probably beat Double Lift the fuck up after that series. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Bjergsen's breaking his fucking spine in half trying to make this thing work. Oh, I don't know if you've seen the memes, but there's like, in both Golden Guardians series, there are screen grabs of Bjergsen reacting to shit. And in the first series where they got 3-0'd, uh, I think it was, yeah, Double if like, got caught out. He got, like, a, a big stun he hit got, him. What? Yeah, I know. Shot out? Uh-huh. No way. <laughs> yeah, so this this big stun hit Double Lift, and then, uh, like, Double if died immediately, obviously, and Bjergsen, like, looked over next to him, and they caught it in the uh, the webcam. <laughs> so it became a meme where it's just like he's like glaring off to his left, which is hysterical. And then in the next series that they played against Golden Guardians, um, they finished the series and they have they when the team who wins, they put all of the player cams up on the screen to show the whole team since they can't be in the studio right now. And so they put up all the webcams and Broken Blade is smiling, Speak is smiling, Double is smiling, Biofrost is smiling, and Bjergsen looks like he just fought in the fucking war. <laughs> he, looks, <laughs> he looks tired. He looks annoyed. <laughs> looks like, he, he very obviously looks like he's trying his fucking hardest to drag his Good brain dead teammates across the finish line. Carried a... Like a like meddling organization across the finish line that he has the terrible misfortune to own like part of. The most complicated champ in the video game on an elimination game and had to carry everyone with like uh -huh. he had to open 3-0 to <laughs> turn to save the whole season. Yeah. Well, in terms of the LCS, I'll give you it's a rundown. It's disgusting he's on that team, dude. <laughs> like it's it's so sad. It's like watching Mike Trout, dude, like <laughs> yeah it's so sad i i i i think he'd be if he was in like a different org man like so good because like if he's if he's in a if you're in a better organization you're going to play better because you have more help because mm -hmm. you're you you are more it, it it's 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 like it's like maybe you won't put up the same stats maybe you won't put up the same stats but like you'll you'll be able to do your job so much easier just because it, it's it's facilitated by the environment around you man yeah it's like if Beerson was on 
a better org, I honestly think we would be we would be having different conversations about him. I'm not saying that like you know he's better, he's as good as like like the top LPL mid laners or something crazy like that, but like he's pretty good, dude. Always has been. I mean, I know that he's not perfect all of the time, but man. No, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. And unfortunately, he's decided he's going to. Uh, he owns part of TSM now, so yeah, he uh, he's going to be that mid laner until he decides he doesn't want to be their mid laner anymore, and then he's probably going to be a coach. If if uh, from looking at his career longevity, but he uh, he's pretty healthy. I think he's coming into a new a new era of dominance in his lane, but. Let me go ahead and give you all a rundown of how playoffs have been so far. Uh, round one, we had two best of fives. We had FlyQuest versus Evil Geniuses and TSM versus Golden Guardians. Um, FlyQuest wins their series against Evil Geniuses 3-2. to two. It was a close series. That sent Evil Geniuses down to the lower bracket. And then TSM played Golden Guardians. And TSM got the shit kicked out of them. Golden Guardians banished them to the Shadow Realm. TSM dropped to the lower bracket as well. Then we had round two of the playoffs, so our upper bracket team started playing. We had a best of series between Team Liquid and Golden Guardians, which Team Liquid just stomped Golden Guardians to death in. Uh, we had Cloud9 versus FlyQuest, and FlyQuest pulled off a major league upset, sending Cloud9 to the Shadow Realm, uh, along with Golden Guardians is now down there as well. FlyQuest. TSM. Is thy best. I mean, okay, back up on that <laughs> C9 one. You right. forgot they did win at least one, and then they yeah. kept screwing their draft. Right, yes. FlyQuest uh, managed draft. to... Yeah, man, FlyQuest managed to outdraft them because they just kept running as real Yumi bot and really just, like... It's like they told Vulcan he had to play without his eyes and without his hands, and that was how he had to play the game. <laughs> Yeah, he never le he never left Zven, and it really handicapped them against FlyQuest, who's got a really good squad overall. I think in terms of talent, they're pretty good. Uh, yes, Cloud9 did take a game. FlyQuest upset three one. Uh, FlyQuest moved on to semifinals after that. TSM played Dignitas and just beat the shit out of Dignitas for fun. It was not close, 3-0. Uh, and then Evil Geniuses played 100 Thieves. Once again, not really close, except for a couple minor scares. Uh, but not in terms of series. Evil Geniuses win the sweep, 3-0. Then we move to round three. This was this past weekend series of games. We had a best of five series between Golden Guardians and TSM, and a best of five between Cloud9 and Evil Geniuses. Uh, really quickly. Can yes. I just say that I admire the fact that now if you type in LCS, I, it might even work for um, LEC, it mm. will actually show you just like it does any other sport, the scores. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a, that's been a thing since we've started this podcast. That's initially before I would bother going to wallesports.com. That's how I would find the scores for the last week. I would just punch in the league and it would pop up. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. Right, yeah. but... Search engines, baby. Um, so yeah, this week we had uh, the going home series of the lower bracket where if you don't win the best of five, 
your year is done. We'll see you in spring for 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, here we have TSM plays Golden Guardians. Golden Guardians goes up 0-2. to two. Golden Guardians takes the first two games. TSM looks like they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. And then Bjergsen puts the whole organization on his back. And also Broken Blade. And mm -hmm. also Spica. And they just, the three of them just drag double lift and all his fucking weight across the Dude, finish line. <laughs> they didn't even just like, they didn't drag him. They were like, hey, here, we offer this sacrifice of a young virgin to um, the other team. And apparently they accepted that as payment for, you know, you. the gates are open. Continue on, TSM. Yep, TSM wins the reverse sweep. In t it, it, Golden Guardians won the first two games, and they were moderately competitive. Then the next two games were just TSM stomps. And then the last game, we get Bjergsen on Zillion. And it, well, I, he has like a, he has some absurd win rate on Zillion. It's something like 75% win rate professionally on Zillion. And no one else in the league plays Zillion. I think Jensen played it once and lost. But, like, it, no one knows what to do about it. And even other teams, like Team Liquid's social media account was like, oh, dear, they picked the, they picked the Zillion. That's bad news, Bears. And it was. But it came real close. If a couple team fights went the wrong way, would have been Golden Guardians walking home the victors after that one. And TSM's year would have been done. But now they've won the game. They won the series. They've moved on to semifinals. We also had a Cloud9 versus Cloud9X best of five, <laughs> where new Cloud9 didn't draft Ezreal Yumi in every game. And it wasn't super clean, but they won a nice 3 0 best of five. Full sweep, sent Evil Geniuses home. Yep. And, Goodbye, uh, axes. Yeah, I. It made me laugh in that series because, like, they they let Hoonies rumble through for like the last game. Yeah, and it and looked like it was gonna be brutal too, because he, you know, suddenly he's Roman mid, gets a kill. He's Roman here, gets a kill. Like they were doing everything to stay in, and somehow Cloud the new Cloud Nine turns it around. Yeah, I. I would have to rewatch the series to really like parse down on exactly the nuances of what happened and why evil geniuses got slammed there, but it was, uh, wasn't pretty. I, let didn't, me, I didn't like watching it. Let me sum it up. Everything turned around the first moment. Um, what, who, who was on rumble? It was Hooey or Hooney. Hooney. Um, as soon as Hooney died, it didn't stop dying. It just was every time he came in a fight, it was focus Hooney. He's the one that like, we're going to break the back of this camel. Cause look, there's the hump go for the hump. So they just took out Hooney every fight. And didn't they pick, didn't evil geniuses have a squishy jungler for that game also? Like uh, they just didn't have a front line to like soak damage while Hooney did his business. We'll check. Uh, yeah, give me the draft for that game because that was a it was a rough series. Give me the draft. <laughs> give me the draft. Guys, I found my N64 in the garage. 
Bro. Bomberman Hero. Bomber of Time. Lego Racers. Oh, Rogue hell yeah. Squadron. F-Zero oh. X. Rogue Squadron is my jam. Okay. Dark. Uh, yeah, Evil Geniuses took Lee Sin. All right. I, now, don't get me wrong here. I adore Sven Skarin, and I think his Lee Sin is probably the best Lee Sin in North America, except maybe Broxa, if Broxa's feeling himself. But dear God, what a shit draft. You don't want an assassin bursty bruiser jungle if you're going to have Hooney on Rumble. You need someone who's going to be there to soak up the damage for Hooney. Because wh wh who is it? Oh, that's right. It's Hooney. They, if, they if they don't cut Hooney down at the knees, they don't win the game. So you have to protect his ass. And if you can't do that, you're just going to lose. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You've got Golden Glue in mid lane. He's solid, but he's not going to hyper-carry your game for you. You need Hooney to hyper-carry the game. I mean, he hyper-carried a few games a little bit, but it was because everyone was working together on that note. Mm -hmm. You know what's going to be really exciting for Evil Geniuses next year? Wow. Uh, who did they pick up? It's not about who they picked up. Hooney becomes an NA resident. Oh, shoot. Which means they get an open slot. Which means they can put Jazuke back in mid lane. And they can play an actual scary-looking team with Hooney, Svenskeren, Jazuke. I don't fucking know who their bot lane is. Does that mean Golden oh, Blue is going to become coaching staff? Uh, I bet you he gets remainded back down to Academy. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Remember, uh, right before this, they... We're offering him a coaching spot, and then yeah, yeah. he was like, oh, you know what, we'll put him in for a game. And they're like, hey, you want to stay here? So I bet you they're going to put him right back on coach. Honestly, the, he Golden Glue is in, in, the, in, the, in the, all of playoffs. Uh, I watched all the games. Golden Glue played better than I've ever seen Golden Glue play before. I think he's actually, if he, if he stays with Evil Geniuses, like maybe Jazuke is like, I don't want to bother competing for a spot and he goes back to Europe or something and he stays as the mid lane. Uh, I think he can really start to ramp up here. I think he's a, he's kind of a sleeper OP guy. He's, he's going to start coming up on being able to pull up uh, some good numbers, kind of like DeMonte, how DeMonte was always just sort of solid. And then he started really flexing at the end of last year, playing like Kiana mid and like crazy shit. Mm -hmm. I think Demonte's or not Demonte, uh, Golden Glue is about to hit that same sort of stride, I think. But we'll have to see because they're out until spring. And so, this coming weekend, we've got the semifinals matches for NA LCS. We've got FlyQuest playing Team Liquid. If FlyQuest wins here, they progress directly to the finals leaving Liquid to play whoever loses the C9 TSM series for third place. Team Liquid, who has the most impressive record of wins in a row right now, 
uh, like six, they're 16 and one in their past 17 games. Uh, if they lose the series against FlyQuest, they could have to fight for a third place victory at the end of this. Mm-hmm. However, FlyQuest and Team Liquid are both guaranteed to go to Worlds. So the only thing on the line for those teams is do you win the split or do you have to play for third place in the split? Not really anything big. The big deal is Cloud9 versus TSM for the last North American World spot and the chance to play for uh, first place. Because whoever wins that game... Wait, no. Yes. No. Yes. I don't fucking know. The bracket on the website does not show the trail of where people will actually end up. But I think... Yeah, yeah. It should be the winner of that series plays for second place. Loser of that series plays for third. Wow, we could end up in a world where the third place team in LCS does not go to Worlds, but the fourth place team does. Wow. That's that's a possibility. I mean, it's Dang. 2020, so expect that to happen. Like, I want to be right? surprised if it does. So, this begs the question. Will C9 draft no. like they don't know what they're doing? Yes. <laughs> Will TSM mm, play no. like their lives are on the line? Beers Who's well. going to win that series? TSM. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I can't hear you up here from Cloud9. Don't worry. We'll hear you next season. <laughs> I... I'm nervous about this series because you know I'm I'm everyone is Bjergsen's biggest fan, but Bjergsen's why I play mid lane, and uh, I'm gonna have to go with TSM on this one because Bjergsen doesn't lose lane to Niski, and if Bjergsen doesn't lose lane to Niski, Bjergsen's gonna kick everybody's ass. But Sven, what? What about Sven and Licorice? Yeah, that's going to be the thing, right? Licorice versus Broken Blade. Will he'll dominate? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If uh, I think the draft here is going to be really interesting because TSM likes to play their series where they don't... They like... God, it's so weird. They... I think if TSM doesn't put Broken Blade on Gangplank, they have a decent chance because Broken Blade beats up everybody as long as he doesn't have to play Gangplank. His Gangplank is not good. But his Shen is great. His Orn is great. His Irelia, his Akali. Like, he can play the carries. He can play the tanks. I think he's got it in him. The big deal is going to be Jungle Diff. Does Blabber come out and stomp on Spica, or does Spica come out and like just give Bjergsen all the advantages? <laughs> now, to be fair, uh, Spica put up some in- some pretty impressive performances on Nidalee in the past couple weeks, so there's a chance that they found a good niche for him to play a power farming, super damage jungler. That could be a thing. 
but I I don't know. It, it's it's risky, especially against another team who in the past has been exceptionally good. I don't know. I want TSM to win, but I also want the best team possible to go to Worlds. So if that happens to be Cloud9, then I want to see Cloud9 at Worlds. But if Cloud9 can't put up their fists, then uh, they're going to have to figure out what the fuck went wrong this season. Yeah. It's been a, at least like summer split's been exciting in the second half of it. Like that in the end, like yeah, we're nowhere near like LEC where what? It was like we, two weeks ago, every single team had a chance to get Worlds because it, it was so neck and neck. And now we're finally, like, at least LCS, there's a big majority where it's like, wow, I didn't expect that. Yeah. In terms of the LEC, um, I think nine out of the ten teams had the chance to qualify for Worlds until the first round of playoffs happened. Now, bear in mind, the LEC gets to send four teams to Worlds this year because they were uh, second place at Worlds last year. So they get an extra slot Mm. um, along with the LPL. Uh, Korea only gets to send three teams and we only get to send three teams. So at the very least, we know that we're on the same playing field as Korea. So we've improved as a region. (laughs) Anyhow, uh, if you want a quick update on uh, the LEC playoffs, they are one week behind us. They completed their round one playoffs. Fnatic beat Rogue in a best of five, which no one saw coming because Fnatic has sucked ass this split. Uh, G2 beat Mad Lions, which no one saw coming because G2 has also sucked ass this split. <laughs> Shalka beat SK, which oh, just cool. carries on. Oh, cool. Dude, all right. I want to I want to talk about this for just a second because Shalka 04 was terrible. Dude, the Shalka 04, the Shalka 04, and like the comment sections are so funny, and everyone they get like voted a bunch. It's mm-hmm. like, who's going to world, Shalka? <laughs> well, like, think about it like this: they started this split with ten losses. And then they switched their jungler out for a jungler who I used to hate because he was so fucking cocky and he sucked, but he was cocky at the same time that he sucked. Now he's not cocky and he's fucking good. And I will dominate's not in here anymore. No, it's Gilius, <laughs> silly bitch. It's Gilius. And Gilius is running everyone the fuck over. They, w- they started t- with 10 losses. Switched in Gilius, and they have they won the last eight games of the split, and then they won a best of five against SK. So they're on an eleven game win streak right now with their new jungler. Like, there it it was just perfect symmetry. They lost ten games in a row, and then they won eleven games in a row, and so now they're in the next round of playoffs playing against Mad Lions. For oh, that's their world spot because Rogue, G2, and Fnatic are guaranteed to go to 
No, I don't think Fnatic's guaranteed. I think there's still a scenario where Fnatic might not go. I know Rogue and G2 are for sure. But there's a chance that Schalke could make this miracle run from the bottomless pit of hell in LEC all the way up to Worlds. And they look good. I have the privilege of being able to spectate some of their games while I work. So it, I, I don't know, man. They're looking pretty good. But this coming week, we got G2 versus Fnatic and a nutty best of five. That's going to be real spicy since both of those teams seem to be turning on at the moment. And we've also got Mad Lions versus Schalke. Uh, Schalke. Could see... It, in a shocking turn of events, it could see Mad Lions going home, but it also could see Schalke going home. And then we'll have our four teams from Europe for Worlds, and then it will just be playing best of fives to see who wins all the money. Uh, in terms of Worlds, oh, let me pull up the Lol Esports Twitter account because they have... They just tweeted recently about the teams that were locked in for Worlds. And I don't remember who is. All right, we've got... Oh, Fnatic did lock. Okay, so Fnatic's confirmed for Worlds. G2 is confirmed for Worlds. JD Gaming from the LPL is confirmed for Worlds. Uh, top esports also from the LPL is guaranteed for worlds. Team Liquid is guaranteed for worlds. FlyQuest is guaranteed for worlds. Rogue is guaranteed for worlds. The first team? Yeah, FlyQuest was the first North American team to qualify. That's not really saying much because it would have been Liquid, but FlyQuest played their series first and so they locked it. Um, in the meantime, in the minor regions in Asia that we don't really care about, because they're obviously not as good as we are, uh, T1 just got dicked last night by the Afrika Freaks in a, in a weird turn of events. But they also have a, a regional qualifier, so we could still see T1 at Worlds. Oh, um, I even Tyler won. I was like, Ugh. no, <laughs> no, SKT. Like, the, did, they, did they beat him up or something? Like, yeah, man, the whole the whole little it squad really takes to, like all six of them, like, or like it's just everyone <laughs> in the world, like all like ten people, like just fighting one guy. Yeah, he's just like yelling and screaming. <laughs> it was a best of three that saw Freaka Freaks beat T1. Uh, they started closer instead of Faker. Uh, he played two of the games, and then they brought Faker in for the last game, which they lost. I don't really know too much about LCK and what the storylines there are, but Damwon Gaming skipped straight to finals, so they're big chilling, just waiting for the last team. DRX is in semifinals, just waiting. Uh, in the LPL... Our reigning world champions, uh, is the LPL done? Yeah, they are. Our reigning world champions, oh fuck, the LPL 
has just their finals coming up. When are the finals? When is this series? Today at 4 a.m. Oh, cool. I'm going to wake up and watch that. That's going to be tight. Hmm. Um, Isn't that fun? Yeah. Kill myself. Um, Fun Plus Phoenix, who are your current reigning world champions, uh, got beat to shit in LPL, uh, finishing in eighth place and then getting blasted by victory five in the first round of playoffs. Uh, I don't even know if they'll be at Worlds. Um, I also don't know if other former world champion Invictus Gaming will be at Worlds either. Do they still have the shy? They do still have the shy. The shy. Who are they missing? Jackie Love. Jackie Love's not on that team anymore. Such a sick name, dude. dude Jackie Love? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's honestly one of the, that's one of the sickest names. Mm-hmm. Some of the uh, some of the players on the Asian teams do they have some just properly cool names? Piglet, like, come on. Peanut. <laughs> see who's on LGD right now. Oh, Peanut, duh, idiot. Stupid. Rookie, the shy. Uzi's a sick. Uzi's a sick name. Uzi is a sick name, but that man retired. Yeah. Anyhow, that's uh, that's kind of your update on Worlds. We will see Worlds starts in a month. So we've got the rest of... We've basically got all of September to wrap up every, uh, every uh, different league... Uh, to lock in who's going to Worlds and to get everybody to Shanghai. And then they're going to play the games. All of Worlds is going to be in Shanghai in a bit of a different twist to how Worlds has used to be, uh, where they would play in different cities in the host country, uh, depending on the rounds of the tournament. Uh, for now, they're... Uh, no, for sure, they're doing everything in Shanghai this Jackie year. Love was so, born in 2000? Man, I'm getting old. Dude, we're all old. Uh, every single one of us. Oh, Doinby's ninety six Doinby's twenty-four. Yeah, he's uh Doinby's my age. But not for long, because I'm born in two thousand. Oh, we also have an Academy Finals tomorrow. We're gonna have TSM Academy versus Cloud9 Academy for the best North American Academy team, I guess. Looks like TSM has been beating everybody the fuck up, and so has Cloud9. Royal Never Give Up. <laughs> Shut God. God, I love that name, dude. Yeah, it's a sick name. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping we see some really cool uh, wildcard region teams coming to Worlds this year. I want to see cool teams from the OPL. I want to see... Oh, we're not going to get the Dire Wolves. I like the Dire Wolves. Are we going to get a cool Japanese team this year? Hmm. We're going to get Detonation Focus Me, probably. Those guys have been around forever. Looks like they got a new roster, though. I don't recognize any of those names. Anyhow, uh, I'm really excited because Worlds is going to be crazy. Yeah. Uh, they're playing everything on 1018, 
which is the most upcoming patch, but they're disabling Yon for the entire tournament. So no one's going to get to play Yon. The most recent champion they'll get to play is Lilia, uh, huh. which is already making waves in North America, and the only jungler who can play it in Europe is who played it. It was not Gilius. Who the, who the fuck played it? I think it was Shadow. I'm not sure. Somebody played it in Europe. And they, they did. They did do good. So we'll see. If you want to catch any of these games, uh, Saturday G2 Fanatic 10 a.m. Uh, Friday no. Thursday. What day is t- what day is it? It's Thursday. It's Wednesday. It's one o'clock in the Thursday. Morning. Yeah. Uh, so Friday, Mad versus Shalko for eleven a.m. It's gonna be a fun best of five. Anyhow, that's uh, that's gonna do it from us for this episode, episode thirty-three. Uh, we will be back next week, assuming I don't like my computer <laughs> doesn't catch fire or anything. And then, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be ready to bring you more ranked updates about us versus pros and how we're obviously much better and they don't know anything about the meta and how I should be on the TSM coaching staff because they don't know how to draft mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. I actually tweeted that, and it did not get any interactions, which I'm kind of glad about because it would probably hurt my chances of working for them someday. Well, on that note, on that note, good night, everybody. Bye. That's gotta sting.